Let's look ahead to Tuesday in the NBA. There are six games on. Let's look at streaming options. What's on my radar? And of course, we'll talk to the one and only Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I dressed up like a moose during hunting season. I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. You can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball on TikTok at redrock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use the promo code all lowercase locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Are you part of the DB squad? Are you a double banger? Do you watch the video then listen to the audio? Do you vice versa it and listen to the audio then watch the video? If not, you're missing out. So many hidden features. There's not. It's the same thing. But it does help the show out a lot. So hit a thumbs up, hit a subscribe, hit a notification bell. And that would be a great way to help out. Let's look ahead to Tuesday, second day of week 11, second day of 2024. There are six games on in the NBA. I'm not going to do a full injury rundown because literally an hour and a half ago, I dropped a 30-team NBA injury update. But since then, there has been a couple of injuries that are worth noting for Tuesday's action. And one of those is that the wave pool, DeAnthony Melton, is out with lumbar soreness. Didn't see that one coming. Um, that obviously helps the value there of um, Kelly Ubre, especially with Batum back. It probably boosts a little bit of Paddy Beverly into stream zone as well. But the other news in Philadelphia is that the big fella, Joel Embiid, is back. So you can go ahead and uh, turf Paul Reed. He's gone. We also got, I guess, some sort of an update on Mark Williams, amazingly. I'm sure the Hornets will continue to list him as doubtful, but he was basically saying that he still is making progress, but he's still a little bit of a time away. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that Mark is not going to play. He's still officially doubtful for Monday night. These dickheads, like he's still doubtful. So he's not going to play Tuesday. I just think that Mark is out for at least the rest of this week, probably next week. So it's the only thing we've actually really heard. I believe it came directly from Mark Williams. Um, where he was telling us that it was a slow process and it was taking a little bit of time. Um, and again, the Hornets continue to do their fans and their players a huge disservice by being so uh, opaque with the nature of their injury reporting. But at least we got something to say, well, don't hope for Mark to be back this week. <laughs> something. It's something. We've got to cling to some things, yeah? In terms of back-to-backs for this uh, slate Tuesday through Wednesday, remember Wednesday is 12 games. So check your roster. You may not have an open roster spot. But if you do, these are the seven teams that play Tuesday, Wednesday, back-to-back. We're talking Nets, Bulls, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Thunder, Magic, and Kings. Remember, if you want to avoid this, you can go the Tuesday-Thursday pseudo-back-to-back combo. We've got Spurs and Warriors that play. That might be more to your liking. But the actual back-to-back here, Nets, Bulls, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Thunder, Magic, and Kings play the Tuesday and the Wednesday. In terms of guys resting there, you're probably okay with Nets, Bulls, Grizzlies, uh, Pelicans, watch for Zion, I would say. Thunder will be okay. Magic, maybe if Fultz returns, he's not going to play both of them, I'm guessing. King should be okay as well. But the one there to be watched will be Zion for the Pelicans. He has missed, played some back-to-backs and missed some. 
So just need to pay a little bit of attention to that one. In terms of the streams of the day, Vooch is still out for the Bulls, so I'm going to roll with a 10-team stream of the Big Avocado himself. He has jumped all the way up to 64% Yahoo roster percentage, which still makes it in for 10-team stream cutoff, which is 65, but he's been snapped up everywhere, rightfully so. It took a little bit of time, but he has been snapped up. Now, 12-team cat, we're staying with the Chicago Bulls. Levine remains out, so we're going to go with the Rabbit Hunter, Alex Caruso. Levine could be back this week, as I detailed earlier on the Injury Report show. 14-teamer, I'm a little iffy on this one, but I'm going to go with the Dart, Gogo Badadze. He started over Wendell Carter last game. He did pretty well. And in fact, I know that we can look at the box score and say they still ran a three-center rotation. They really didn't. Most of those minutes were... It's nearly all Goga and Wendell. Mo Wagner played 10 minutes, but he played as a four. So the, the center minutes were all Goga and Wendell. I don't know that that continues. I don't know whether Wendell um, starts or Goga starts. I don't even know if Wendell plays, given that he had knee tendonitis and missed a game earlier. So he might not play in the back-to-back. So there is a few paths for Goga playing 22 minutes and being useful, or he could play 11 minutes and be completely useless. But I am putting him there. There's a little bit of upside as a 14-team streamer, although it could be just not there at all. And I am amazingly, I don't know what, Jesus Christ, I didn't even notice when I did it. This whole list is all, all bulls. Jesus. The 16-team, I'm going with Ayo Desumu. He's available everywhere. He's playing 30 minutes. He might have four points, but he also might have 15 points on 70%. He has these weird, efficient games, and the minutes are there for him. And then for points leagues, yeah, we're doing Chicago again. Yahoo and ESPN. Pat Williams, 44% rostered. Go for it. He should be on rosters in all 12s as well. But that's a lot of bulls, man. Jesus, I don't feel really good about having <laughs> that much um, invested in Chicago. But, you know... That's what the numbers spat out. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's also the most exciting and it's the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. Prize Picks, instead of having salary caps, instead of having thousands of people in a tournament with pros in there going in there to take your money, you are just up against the player projections that Prize Picks puts up, whether it's points or rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, threes. Fantasy points. I'm sure they've got some other stuff in there as well. You go in and then you look at the number and you go, hmm, I don't know about this one. Let's go Andre Drummond rebounds. They might even set it at 20 and a half. You go, all right, let's go more. Don't do more, but he could easily hit it, right? We know what he's like as a rebounder. We might see Alex Caruso set at one and a half steals and you go, let's go more. You might see Patrick Williams set at 14 and a half points. You go, hmm, less. Do between two to six of those. Stick them into your entry and you can win up to 25 times back. 10 bucks into 250. It's fast. Withdrawals are fast as well. It's fun. And look, it's just simply looking at a number and saying more or less. That's all there is to it. So go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. That is pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. The code is LockedOnNBA. You can see it down the bottom here on the screen if you are a double banger and you're here on YouTube. PricePix is daily fantasy made easy. What's on my radar? We are going to start in Philadelphia with... The aforementioned Chicago Bulls. Obi, I know it's, it is a real problem talking about Chicago. I get that. So for the Bulls, I do want to watch Alec White. That's Alec Jacoby White, also known as Kobe White. The numbers for him have dropped. We knew that was going to happen. He wasn't go, going to be a 50% three-point shooter. We knew this, right? So don't be looking and go, oh, well, it's just going to completely die on the ass when Levine comes back. It will be a hit as well. But let's just see how he stabilizes, how they use him, all that sort of stuff in this game. Um, for the Sixers, it's about Kelly Oubre, who is not a 12-team league guy at this point. But with the absence of DeAnthony Melton, I'm okay to roll him out there. I still do not believe in him long-term, as you're probably well aware. 
but this is an opportunity to keep going with him. In terms of streams, well, we've already gone through a million different Chicago options, but as a standard sort of 12-team streamer, I am looking at Alex Caruso, the Rabbit Hunter, and in Philadelphia, it is Nico Batum, who I'd expect would start in place of Melton. Ubre moves down to the two. It could be Beverly that's in there, but Batum in 25, 26 minutes has an ability to put up you know, solid enough numbers, but that's probably more 14 or 16-team league stuff. For the Pelicans, they're hosting the Brooklyn Nets. Cam Thomas has moved to the bench. We know he is going to score. He had some really bad efficiency last game, and of course, he's always going to lack those peripherals. But the big thing about watching Cam Thomas for fantasy is, is it 32 minutes or is it 24? 32 minutes is rosterable. 24 is not. And he is, again, remains one of the more polarizing players. And I still read things. like Even yesterday, someone left a comment saying, man, you can't drop Cam Thomas. The Nets are investing in him and they're going to put big minutes into him. And it's all investing in him in the future. I went, like, are they? Like, They've actually just been doing the opposite and bringing him down in minutes and, and down in importance. So I, I don't know. Like, there, there is just a clear divide in the way that people see Thomas. And you know where I sit on it. But we do have to watch his role. In terms of the Pelicans, it's about watching Larry Nance because if Larry Nance is playing 23 minutes and Valanciunas is playing 25, well, that will end up making Valanciunas probably a shallow drop, but it also makes Larry Nance a 14-team, maybe 12-team ad. So that's two games they've done this with Nance. Do they do it again? We need to pay attention to that. Streams, Dorian Finney-Smith is starting for Brooklyn. He's not a sexy guy at all in terms of fantasy production, but he is worth having a crack at. And then Larry Nance put up double-doubles, big steals, He's worth it. Like the, the production from him is very, very strong at the moment. I hope he's down there losing his mind because his best friend's just rocked up. Um, all right, let's look at the next game. It is the San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies. With Keldon Johnson on the bench, Devin Vassell has really stepped up. The jug has been so much more impressive. The shooting's been better. The usage has been up. Let's see if that is a trend that's able to continue here. And for the Grizzlies, with Jar Morant back, it's been the opposite for Jaron Jackson. Things have got worse. How much does Jar actually mean that Jaron's block numbers are going to drop? Like, they shouldn't have any impact whatsoever there. It is just one of those artifacts of the variance of low-volume stats like blocks. So we just have to pay attention to Jaron and see what he's able to do, where his usage fits and his role fits on this team. In terms of streams, I am going to look at Jeremy Sohan, a starter, 30 minutes. It's always going to be the stream zone. He's not must roster, but it is a nice little chunk of schedule coming up for the Spurs. And then last game, we saw the Duck Luke Canard get 20 minutes for the Grizzlies. He hit threes. He scored well. They need that. He took minutes away from Zaire Williams and David Roddy and Santi Aldama. And while he's not a must roster player by any stretch, there is value in using Luke Canard. And I think that we can consider him at least like a 14-team league option um, to stream in for points and threes. The Celtics and the Thunder. I don't know whether Drew Holiday is going to play. He was questionable or he missed last game. Um, Al Horford's role, though, is important. Horford is moving more into a back-end hold if they're going to start him every time someone's out. I still don't really believe that is, is the case. But at the moment, if, he's get, if he gets 27 off the bench with a healthy team, then I am more in on that. If it's 23, then probably not. It's just a use-when-necessary scenario. For the Thunder, despite a horrible start to the season for eight weeks, Josh Giddey's been better over the last couple. This minutes are still never going to appear to be 31 or 32. But in 26 or 27, he's actually doing enough to be useful for us in fantasy. So let's see whether that trend continues. In terms of streams, it's the same guys. It's Slam and Sammy Hauser for the Celtics, and it's Lugens Dort for the Thunder. Um, you, you know what you're doing with Dort. It's one of the biggest dice rolls in fantasy as to what he is going to bring. The Magic and the Warriors. Cole Anthony's minutes are down. Down, down. 
minutes are down. He is um he was getting twenty eight a night early in the year. Now it's like eighteen, nineteen. That's not enough. And I don't even know whether Markel Fultz is going to play or not. And if Fultz plays or if Ing- and Ingles plays, Cole is not going to be worth it. His production has dipped, and I do actually think you can move on. But let's see if there's any difference there. And the big one here is Trace Jackson Davis. You were going to see Jackson Davis' name mentioned a lot today. He is, or he was the starter last game. He played 27, 28 minutes, and that is 100% of must roster play who's available in 65% of leagues. I have no idea what happens when Draymond Green comes back. I have no idea if he even starts this one, but I actually don't care. We get ahead of it. He started. You should. We, I look. I grabbed him when he started putting those big games up like two weeks ago, and I haven't dropped him. We get out ahead. Can he establish as a starter? I honestly don't know, but I'll figure that out later. I just want data in. I don't want data accumulating while he's sitting on someone else's team. I want it on mine to see where it goes. It also always depends. Are you good or are you bad? Is your team strong or are they really battling? Because if they're battling, it's hard to make those advanced moves, but it's not even an advanced move at the moment with Trace because as a starter, he is a must roster player. In terms of streaming for the Magic, it is probably Badadze, but that, as like I detailed earlier, that could be tits up really quickly. And then Jackson Davis, the obvious one for the Warriors. Do not drop Pajemski, even though he came off the bench. Do not do that. The Hornets and the Kings, this is a back-to-back. For Charlotte, we are not expecting LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, or Mark Williams to play. For the Kings, Malik Monk was fantastic last game for Sacramento. Put up some really, really big numbers coming off the bench. They made that starting lineup change. Kevin Huerta went to the bench. What do I call him Huerta? Like, it should be pronounced instead of the American. Kevin Herter. Herder, the, the, the shepherd, um, he moved to the bench and was obviously a drop. They started Duarte, who is never an ad. Um, but Monk, Monk just should play 30 a night. I don't know why they don't get him playing those minutes. It doesn't make a ton of sense in terms of rotation stuff. But Monk is the guy we want to watch. Can he benefit from the Herder benching at all? Nick Richards, the very, very obvious stream there in Charlotte. Still 60% available, which again, makes no sense. This has been weeks for Mark Williams. And I know the doubtful tag has been a part of that, but this is just... No-brainer stuff to have Nick Richards on your roster. And then while Harrison Barnes is not playing very much, last two games, I think 30 minutes combined, that's bad. I'm still going to consider him a stream option, but it's a very weak stream option. It's more for 14-teamers, and I might be making some adjustments to his projections given the way that they have um, altered his role and they're playing him like a guy that they shouldn't have uh, prioritized in re-signing. Today's episode is also brought to you by Fan Jewel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's it. It's $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose. It doesn't have to be a money line bet. You don't have to win. Just 5 bucks, And then you get $150 in bonus bets. The easiest $150 in bonus bets you will ever get. And then FanDuel really wants you to know that they do parlays. Live same game parlays. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to parlay your find, to parlay finding popular parlays into good parlays that you might want to use in the Parlay Hub. So go ahead and make that parlay or use their same game live parlays. Also, you can also find new bets in the Explore tab, which I'm going to guess has some parlays in there. So go to fanjuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup, notorious football term, a layup. Fanjul also an official partner of the NFL. And don't forget to parlay responsibly. So let's now go through some two-for-ones. If you do have that roster spot available on Wednesday, we're looking at the Bulls players, of course, the Rabbit Hunter, Alex Caruso, um, Patrick Williams, the Dart, Gogo Badadze, Ayo Dusumu, 
Dorian Finney-Smith and Larry Nance. Now, Larry Nance has had a lot of injuries in his career. This injury is coming back from is a rib issue. I don't think he'll be limited on the back-to-back, but it's possible. The other possibility is if Zion sits the second game of the back-to-back, then Valanciunas' minutes go up and they don't use Nance as much. So while I think it's interesting to look at Nance and see where he's going, I'm not sure that this is a he's going to play the minute split if Zion is out or if he even plays the back-to-back. So just be cautious on that one. If you want to get chunky... It's time to do it now. Tuesday through Saturday, the next five days. We've got two high-volume days in there, Wednesday and Friday. So how can we work around that? Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Well, there are no teams that play all three of those days. So we're looking at two gamers. We start with Trace Jackson Davis, who plays the Tuesday, Thursday. Again, just grab him. Just just have him. Um, Trey Jones and the Spurs, Tuesday, Thursday. You've got the Sixers, who've got the two games there, Tuesday, Saturday. So Nico Batum there, but also Kelly Oubre. Maybe Patrick Beverly with the absence of DeAnthony Melton. You've got Malik Beasley, who has the very handy Thursday-Saturday combination. Um, so Leakey's available there and other Bucks guys, although you're not going to get too excited about Patrick Connaughton. And then a couple of Spurs. Jeremy Sohan, Malachi Branham have the Tuesday-Thursday combo as well. You could try in deeper leagues, Sandra Mamakilishvili, because we know Zach Collins is out. Also, even Don Barlow. They split the backup minutes behind Wemby last game, so that's a little bit frustrating in t- terms of trying to work that out. If you look at 10-team streamers, um, we're going to start with the big avocado, Andre Drummond, and then we're going to go to Alex Caruso, Jalen Suggs, Big Dick Nick Richards, Brandon Pajemski, and Pat Williams. That is a very strong list of stream options available for Tuesday with only six games on. In terms of 12-teamers, it is Jackson Davis, um, Finney Smith, uh, Hyphen Legends, Larry Nance, Nico Batum, Jeremy Sohan, and Dayron Sharp, even though last game the minutes were weirdly low for him. And for deeper leagues, we go to the dart. We go to Ayo Desumu. We have Malachi Branham. Trey Lyles is playing quite well. He's limiting Harrison Barnes. Um, Dennis Smith, who just racks up assists and steals and even out-of-position blocks. And the duck, Luke Kennard, fits in there as well. Lastly, we look at points league streams for Tuesday, and we're going to go to Pat Williams, Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah, that's why he's on the thumbnail. Big Dick Nick Richards, Alex Caruso, Jeremy Sohan, and... Day Ron Sharp. Guys, that'll do it for my little preview there for Tuesday's action across the NBA. So go ahead and like the video. Go ahead and subscribe to the video. Go ahead and hit the notification bell. And if you're on audio, what do you double bang it? Go watch the video. And the same on uh, on YouTube. If you've been sitting at home watching it on your computer and you want to go to bed, put some AirPods in and go download the Spotify version or the Apple podcast version or whatever. All right, guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. So yeah.